Welcome back, everybody, to GMs for Hire. My name is Will Polson. Alongside with me are the three other GMs, RJ, Jamil, and Matt. We are here to bring you our Week 7 predictions for the 2020 NFL season. We're really sorry we couldn't bring you a Week 6 episode, but we had, we all had a lot going on. A lot of uh, the schedules just didn't line up for it. But we are back here for Week 7, and we're here to bring you those picks. Uh, if you've never been here for a GMs for Hire NFL pick them episode we're going to start off with the games that we disagree on and then we're going to hit up just real quick on all the games that we are unanimous on and then we'll go in from there to give you a recap from last week's standings uh will myself had a hell of a week going 11 and 3 and then behind me was jamil going nine and five matt perry went eight and six and then rj had a rough week going 500 at seven and seven and that puts the uh updated standings as such Jamil and I are both tied for co-lead dog at 59-32-1. Matt Perry just one game behind us at 58-33-1. And, and then RJ is just glad to be a part of the team at 54-37-1. and one. Uh, I'm, I'm working on my worst to first, and RJ is working on his uh, first to worst. So uh, we're, we're, we're having fun here, though. So we're, It's a long season. It is a long season. It is only week seven we're going into. So there's definitely a lot of ga- uh, ground to be gained here. So – and definitely a lot of ground to be gained this week. We actually have six different games in which there's at least some type of difference. So we'll jump right into it, starting at the 1 o'clock hour on Sunday as the Tennessee Titans will be hosting the Pittsburgh Steelers, two undefeated teams of only three left. And we have a 2-2 split on this one as RJ and Matt are both going with the Tennessee Titans as Jamil and I, the co-lead dogs, are going with the Pittsburgh Steelers. I'll start with you, RJ. Why the Tennessee Titans? Well, I think Tennessee and Pittsburgh have a couple of the best defenses in the league. Um, I think this is going to be a really close game. I don't think any team can really pull ahead. Uh, But at the end of the day, what offense do you trust more right now? Do you trust an old Big Ben? I know they put up numbers on Cleveland, but everybody does. Um, Do you trust an old Big Ben and some suspect receivers and James Conner who might have a good day, might not have a good day? Or are you trusting King Henry, who had 200 yards on Houston? Ryan Tannehill, who's having his best season. Um, They got receivers. They got tight ends. I I just think Tennessee's a better team. I don't think I've picked Pittsburgh one time this year. So if there's any Steelers fans, you probably think I hate your team. I just don't trust the offense. I just don't like it at all. That's why you're Um, in last place. Yeah, that is probably why. Because they keep winning. They keep winning, but uh, no, I just think Tennessee's better, just straight up. I think they're more balanced. All right, Jamil, we'll go to you. Why Pittsburgh? Um, number one, I picked them because we all knew Matt was going to pick the Titans, so, you know, got to keep setting by myself from Matt. But, um, That's why well, I picked Matt. Everybody well, knows that doesn't Matt like the, the Steelers offense. I do. I mean, he said he doesn't like the Steelers receiver group, but I think they have a solid receiver group when healthy. You know, Deontay Johnson, Chase Claypool, and Juju Schuster. I think when they're all healthy and on their game, they're a really great group. Right now, Chase Claypool is taking the league by storm. Dudes over here touching the ball, getting 20 yards of pop at will. It's really crazy. But um, I think the Titans – I just have the, uh, the Steelers in a close one. I think the Titans are a good team. And I think I've only picked the Titans one time this year, the opposite of what uh, RJ's done the Steelers. I think I'm in a similar boat with the Titans. I know that the Titans have been in a lot of close games, and I've usually gone with the latter against the Titans. But, I mean, hell, they keep winning. So, I mean, uh, same with the Pittsburgh Steelers. I mean, both teams undefeated, as mentioned, two of the three left. So, somebody's got to go away with the first loss, and somebody's going to remain undefeated. Obviously, it's going to be a close game, you know, between the two teams, very evenly matched. And we'll see exactly who can pull out the victory out there in Tennessee. Moving on to another 1 o'clock game in which we have another 2-2 split as the Atlanta Falcons will be hosting the Detroit Tigers as RJ and I are going to Detroit Lions. 
Yeah. <laughs> Did I say Tigers? My bad. Yeah, I love baseball. Man. World Series. The World Series is tonight. I mean, hey, come on. Go raise. The Tigers are not playing tonight. No, they are not. No. They will not be for a very long time. But uh, <laughs> go uh, talk about football here. Uh, the Atlanta Falcons will be hosting the Detroit Lions as RJ and I are going with the Atlanta Falcons as and Matt and Jamil are going to be going with the Lions, not the Tigers. I'll start with Matt. Why are you going with the Lions? Um, the main reason for the, I went with the lions is simply because I still don't trust the Falcons, even without Dan Quinn. Um, I, I think, I think I'm not alone when it comes to not trusting the Atlanta Falcons with any kind of lead. Uh, and despite being only two and three this year, the Detroit lions have turned some heads, at least offensively. I don't, uh, hate what's going, going on up there with Matt Stafford and Kenny Galladay, uh, guys like that. I mean, I don't, I'm not super confident in the lions, but I'm more confident in them than the Falcons. Therefore, uh, I think the Lions take this one. I'm going to speak on behalf of me and RJ here. If you watched Atlanta versus Minnesota last week, sure, it's Minnesota, but Atlanta looked happy to be playing again, finally. I mean, they were able to put up 40-plus points uh, or maybe 40 on the dot against the Minnesota defense, and the only reason that the Vikings put up 20-plus is because of some garbage-time points. I mean, they looked absolutely dominant over the Vikings. Sure, we've realized that if you lose to the Vikings, you have to fire your coach, a la Houston Texans, but, they I mean, they looked absolutely great. I think it was a lot of problems with Dan Quinn that we may not have heard yet in that locker room I feel like whenever you get rid of your coach I think the teams are a little bit more especially whenever uh, the team isn't getting along with the coach I feel like the players and everybody else has kind of like a second gear to want to do better everybody wants to perform to kind of just show how bad that coach was and they kind of want to just stick it to him and I think the Falcons are almost on a little bit of like a redemption tour right now and the Detroit Lions uh, yeah the Detroit Lions not the Tigers are a team they could do that against it's another team they have the ability to beat up on I mean, they have a very explosive offense. Sure, that defense leaves a lot to be desired, but I mean, their offense has the ability to go off for 40 points in any game. So uh, for that reason, and I'm sure for the same reason as RJ, uh, that's why I'm going with the Atlanta Falcons. So moving on to the, uh, well, still staying in the one o'clock hour as the Houston Texans are taking on the Green Bay Packers. It is a one versus three split. You all are going with the Green Bay Packers. The Texans. I'm going with the Texans. I'm all going <laughs> And I'm going it. This is a this is a this is a right now pick. I'm going to say that right now. This is a right now pick. This is definitely possibly to be changed. But until David Bakhtiari is cleared for Sunday's game, I'm going with the Houston Texans because the Packers without Bakhtiari looked god awful against that Tampa Bay Buccaneers team. Sure, the Tampa Bay Bucks have a very overpowered front seven. They can attack you at, at will. I mean, if anybody can get into that backfield, and they will if they want to. And But Houston has a pretty decent front seven as well. I mean, if it's going to come down to it, I obviously I think that D-line is going to give fits to the O-line. I don't know if that fill-in for Bakhtiari is going to be able to hold them off. I mean, it got to the point last week where LaFleur took Aaron Rodgers out just to save his life basically I mean and just because of that with Bakhtiari being out just because of the pure like just because of the pure question mark that Bakhtiari is right now I mean he's arguably one of the best tackles in the league and now he's being filled in with a guy who's never had to play because Bakhtiari's out there every single day and this guy was an absolute bum on Sunday so why not do it again? And if, if Bakhtiari is not going to be in, I'm not going with the Packers. So that's why I'm going with the Texans. Obviously, you guys are all very confused as to which. I mean, ever, I've gotten so many looks to discuss from this. So I'll leave the floor open to anybody as to why you're going with the Packers. I, I don't care. The who Texans you. stink. 
The Texans do stink. They stink. You're, you're not wrong. They, they do stink. stink. But the Packers looked completely incompetent last week. I mean, Against, look, I, it's the, the Bucks though. The, the, the Bucks. Packers have beaten down on bad teams. The Texans, bad team. I yeah, mean, it, this yeah. this isn't going to be a close game. The Packers are going to. If they put Vernon Hargraves on Devontae Adams, book it. 150 yards, two touchdowns. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, book I mean it. with how bad with how bad the offense of the Packers went from great to god awful uh, after the loss of Bakhtiari, I mean, just because of how much pressure was getting back on Aaron Rodgers, like I said, Lafleur literally took him out. It wasn't because of injury; they took him out literally to save his life, and it was yeah. The game was over, thirty-eight ten. Pack it I up. Mean, it- I mean, hell, I mean, it's one of those things to where, like, if Aaron Rodgers is in a game, he has a chance. I mean, yeah, it's a big point differential, but, I mean, he's made it happen before, you know, and it's one of those, yeah, it it was a big point differential, but I'm going with the Houston Texans as of now. Obviously, that's – Next game. Yeah, whatever. I mean, you can be insulted, but if the Houston Texans (laughs) win, don't be shocked. I mean, so – I will be shocked. Hey, you want to be? You want to go to another game that I'm confused on why there's differential going into the four o'clock hour. The Seattle Seahawks will be going to Arizona, and they are uh, another three to one split here. As the three of us, me, Matt, and Jamil, are going with the Seattle Seahawks, and last place RJ over there is going with the Arizona Cardinals. So I don't hate his pick though. That's not as bad. That's nowhere near as bad. Secondary. Yeah, whatever. Who gives a shit? All right. That's nowhere near as bad as the Texans pick. I'm sorry. Yeah. Texans bad. Don't come up. Call- the Texans pick might be the, might be the, the weirdest one of the week, all William. Week all right. So, 100%. RJ, let's let's hear for you as to why you're going with the Cardinals. A few reasons. Uh, Seattle is no longer the Legion of Boom. That defense is suspect. Kyler Murray is a freak. I don't care if he's four foot seven or if he's six five. I want him on my team. That dude's a beast. Um, and honestly, I'm in last place. I got to catch y'all. So, yeah, I'll, uh, it's a division game. You know, I don't think I, I, it should be a close game. I think both teams are really good. I think both teams could potentially be in the playoffs come December or January, whenever they start. Um, yeah. I, listen, Russell Wilson is probably the MVP favorite right now, but I love, love, love Kyler Murray. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ride with Arizona on this one. Matt, why Seattle? Well, like he said, Russell Wilson's probably the MVP right now. Uh, If the season ended today, he's been playing out of his mind. Don't let the uh, bye week he just took uh, let you forget that. Uh, And they're not the Legion of Boom, no, but they're they're still doing well enough to win the games. You know, it's not just the offense carrying that team. Um, They're not in first place for nothing. And I do think the Cardinals are a good team. And I I can agree with RJ that we might see them in the playoffs in January. Um, But don't let... Uh, last night's performance by the Cardinals get you too hyped up. You know, you got to remember that was the Cowboys. So pick, put that into consideration. And Whoa. I still think the uh, Seahawks can take this one. Fair enough. Uh, let's see how much I get shit on for going against the pack on this one. Uh, going, Staying in the four o'clock hour, the New England Patriots will be hosting the San Francisco 49ers. And I'm going with the San Francisco 49ers away from the three of you going with the New England Patriots. Uh, I will start with Jamil before I uh, hold my case. Jamil, why are you going Patriots? I'm um, going with the Patriots. Well, the, honestly, this is a close one for me. Um, the Niners, they just saw Shaheem Mozart again. So uh, it's going to be – they already have Tevin Coleman out. So And they had uh, Jeff Wilson out last week. So it's going to be a revolving door at running back for a team that's going to need the run. I still don't trust Jim McGraw Um I trust Debo Samuel and George Kittle, but I don't trust how they get the ball. On the other side of the ball, the Patriots, they did not look good against the Broncos, but – I will say that I think a lot had to do with not playing for over a week. Uh, Kim Newton hadn't practiced in a week. Um, they looked like it. 
they just didn't play good. They, they, they look sloppy. I think they'll be able to bounce back. I think they'll be able to get the, get the ground, um, get the ground game rolling again against the Niners. I think they'll take a close one. Uh, this is one of those games that I thought was going to be kind of close. And I kind of separated myself because of that fact. Uh, it, it, it was a game in which I saw that everybody had went unanimous and I could, this is a reasonable game to kind of go against. Do I think that the 49ers are a guaranteed win? Absolutely not. But the way that the 49ers played last week against our, what was it? Was that yesterday against the Rams? I mean, this was, this was a team that we thought would play like this more often. I mean, this is, yeah, they've been bit by the injury bug hardcore this year, but they, they actually played like how the 49ers should be playing compared to last year. Uh, they looked very well. I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo finally, you know, put up some offense, put up three touchdowns against the Rams, who have been a solid defense, even though they haven't really played anybody. But, yeah, I mean, the 49ers have been playing very well. And uh, as mentioned, the, the Patriots were very lackluster. Yeah, they've had a week off. Um, and, and Cam Newton had missed some time because of COVID. But uh, the against that Denver Broncos team, that was kind of – for me, that was a little bit scary to see that bad of, an, uh, of a game against that Denver Broncos team. And so that's what's kind of putting me off from the New England Patriots on this one. Uh, it just seems like a game in which San Francisco could pull out, and that's why I went with it. But, again, I'm not – I'm not 100% confident in that, not at all. And then going on to the hottest debate, uh, the the worst game, uh, and this is by far the most, the, the, the two two split that sits in my heart. Going to Monday Night Football, the Chicago Bears will be going to LA to face Jared Goff and the Rams. And we are at the two two split. Uh, Matt and I are going with the Bears, and RJ and Jamil going with Jared Goff and company. I'm going to get. Jamil's opinion on this first. Uh, give we, me a minute. We, we may yeah, hit yeah. everybody, but Jamil, why, why the Rams? Why the Rams? Obviously, this fellow <laughs> right here, Jared Goff, Jared Goff season, Jared Goff season every week. But no, in all seriousness, um, I still don't think the Bears are good, a good football team. Yes, I will give them credit. They are winning football games. The goal is to win games. I am not going to discredit them for winning football games. They're barely winning football games. They're winning games ugly. Um, and until they become more consistent, I don't think they're going to beat teams that are on their level or better. Yes, they did beat a Buccaneers team that is on their level or better. But I don't know if they'll be able to go into L.A. and beat the Rams. Coming off of a loss, I think they'll be angry. I think they'll be bitter. I think they'll come out and, and play a better game against the Bears. RJ, why did you go with the Rams? Dude, I don't know. <laughs> I <have> no- <laughs> RJ's just here. Dude, I, just I think Jared Goff's trash. I hate the Rams. I, I think they're going to finish last place in their division. I don't know. I just picked them. Um, man, I wish I could throw out like a Maddie stat or pull up a picture on my phone or something. But, uh, <laughs> man, I, I, okay, all right. I expected Nick Foles to look a little better against a Carolina defense that I don't even know how many rookies they start, but it's a lot. Uh, I did expect them to look a little better. Um, I just think the Rams are going to have just enough defense. I don't know. I haven't looked at any, you know, stuff from Vegas. Whatever the over-under is on this game, I would smash the under because I think Jared Goff's trash. Nick Foles, as a starter, is nowhere near as good as Nick Foles coming into the game. He's a lot like Ryan Fitzpatrick in that sense. Um, so yeah, I I think it's low scoring. I think the Rams defense makes one more play than the bears defense. Fair enough. Matt, we'll go to you. Why are you going Chicago? 
Uh, mainly because their defense. I mean, just just from what you've told me, uh, you being a Bears fan, they've definitely uh, their defense is definitely their strong suit. Guys like Eddie Jackson, Khalil Mack, definitely leading uh, the defensive front for them this season. I think that's a big reason as to why they're five and one. I mean, the quarterback duo of Trubisky and Foles isn't anything super. Uh, that's not really headline worthy. Um, Foles has been doing just enough, it seems, to get them victories. And I think that that's the, uh, the same thing is going to happen this week. Um, like RJ said, the Rams are going to make one more defensive play. I think the Bears are going to make one more defensive play. Uh, I agree it'll be low scoring. I agree that defense will be the uh, will take center stage. Cleo Mack versus uh, Aaron Donald is definitely going to be something to watch. Uh, but yeah, based on defense, I got to go with the Bears. So to go back to RJ's point about the over-under, the over-under for this game is 45 and a half. So, yeah, I would definitely hammer that. Oh. I would definitely hammer the under for that Ooh. game. But yeah. uh, And here's why. Uh, yes, I hate on Jared Goff all the time. Yes, I'm a Bears fan. Obviously, no matter what was going to happen, I don't care if we were 0-6 and the Rams were 6-0, and I was going with Chicago. But I actually have a little Maddie stat of my own to kind of pull out and show to you why I'm going with Chicago. And I mentioned this to RJ before we got on. In two games, it's a very short sample size, but Jared Goff has played the Bears twice in his career. And so far in both games, he has averaged 176 yards passing. He has not thrown a touchdown and he has thrown five interceptions against the Bears defense. Uh, he has not played well. One game's been in LA, one game's been in Chicago. So I'm not, I can't even claim that it's the cold weather factor. Uh, he's done it in both. And the Bears defense has had his number historically. He's won a game. He won the second game last year, 17 to seven, but Todd Gurley went off in that game for 97 yards and a touchdown. Uh, so far, the Rams have won four games this season. They've all been against the NFC East. I have yet to believe that the Bears are as bad as any team in the NFC East. And the two times they've played anybody else, they've played the Buffalo Bills, who they've lost to, and they played the San Francisco 49ers, who have been underperforming, and they lost to. Uh, I don't see why the Bears can't get to them again. I think the Bears' defense is going to put so much pressure on Jared Goff. And the Rams' defense has been playing very well. But, again, whenever you look at who they've played, they've played the Bills, the 49ers, and that piss-poor division that, for some reason, is a division in football. Uh, no team is worth the hell of going to the playoffs in that division, but yet Jared Goff is being praised as Mr. Perfect. You know that's his nickname? I found that out. That's disgusting. Uh, but his that'll, that'll be a Red Rage episode. But, uh, yeah, so he has beaten all four teams in the NFC East, and that's god-awful. Uh, I have yet to believe that – he can beat an actual opponent. So because of that, I'm going to go with Chicago. Moving on to unanimously. We are back. That is all the games that we've disagreed on. All four of us agree on all the remaining games in the NFL this week, starting with Thursday night football in which the New York Giants will be going to Philadelphia to take on the Eagles. And as I mentioned, all four of us going with the Eagles. Matt, I'll get your opinion on why you're going Philadelphia. Both teams bad. Uh, Carson Wentz better than Daniel Jones, I guess. So a team fly on the way to the division title at seven wins, probably. That's yeah. disgusting, isn't it? I, a six and 10 team can win the division this year. And I think that's hosting a playoff game. That's Next insane game. and not cool. So Eagles. There you go. Fair enough. I mean, I think, I mean, that game is what it is. Thursday night football has been basically a dud all season other than, uh, that's, a, that's a go to sleep early night. Other than Bucks Bears, Bears Bucks, I think Bears Bucks is the only game that's actually been somewhat decent on Thursday Night Football so far. Uh, yeah. So 
you know, just ride with the narrative. I mean, if Thursday night football is going to suck, why not have Giants and Eagles? So uh, moving on to the next game in which the Cleveland Browns will be traveling to Cincinnati to face the Bengals for the second time so far this season. And even though I went with the Bengals the first time, I was shown why I should go with the Cleveland Browns. Uh, the Cleveland Browns put up a field day on the Cincinnati Bengals defense and Miles Garrett and company had a really fun time against that Bengals offensive line. Uh, if Joe Burrow had somewhat other than four marshmallows and a scarecrow blocking for him, I would pick the Bengals. But uh, so far I have no reason to believe that anybody who has ever blocked for Joe Burrow has any competence or any football knowledge at all. Uh, I'm still waiting to get my tryout Cincinnati. Feel free to call me. So uh, whenever that way I can at least get one block this season, which would be, still be more numbers than anybody on the Bengals offensive line. So uh, anybody else want to add why they're going Cleveland? They're no, gonna run. Gonna run. <laughs> same thing you said, basically. Right. So moving on, staying in the one o'clock hour. <laughs> Here you go. Uh, this is a fun one. Buffalo bills going to the MetLife stadium to take on the New York jets. Uh, I, I'm going to go back to RJ because RJ gave an amazing answer last time I asked him why he's going with the team against the Jets, and I'm sure he's going to give me the same exact answer. So, RJ, why Buffalo? They're playing the Jets. That's why. Uh, <laughs> exactly. I, would love, I would love for the Jets to win and screw themselves out of Trevor Lawrence, but God damn, they're rough. Not a chance. Hey, RJ, <laughs> do you still think the Panthers are going to get Trevor Lawrence? Listen, we're back to our losing ways. I swear, ways. If he, all right, I'm done. Ne- no, all right, nope, 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 nope. Next game. <laughs> no, next game. Three and thirteen, man. No, nope, next game. You have no chance. <laughs> Give it a rest. Hey, I should have been a bet with him. Hey, this is you picked a really bad time to bring up the Panthers because that is the next game. As Carolina is going to New uh, New Orleans, not New England, uh, they are going to uh, Louisiana to go take on the Saints. Obviously, RJ very excited for this one as we uh, have all gone with the New Orleans Saints. But I'm gonna get away. I'm not going to RJ back to back. He's talked enough about his Panthers this season, so I'm gonna go to Jamel. Why the Saints? I'm gonna steal RJ's answer because they're playing the Panthers. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. The Panthers are not that bad. Like I keep trying to tell this man, but I just think the Saints are better. The Saints are playing at home. They really lose a home with or without fans. I think they're gonna get the wild. Alvin Kamara is gonna do too much damage. Saints won. Fair enough. Moving on. Uh, well, actually, still staying in the one o'clock hour again. Uh, the final game in the one o'clock hour as the Dallas Cowboys will be going to Washington to take on the more football trash, team. More trash. Yeah, it, it's two dumpster fires playing with each other. It's going to be the shiniest of two shits out there in in, Baltimore, uh, in, in Washington world. Uh, I'm going to go to Matt. Why Dallas? Why are we <laughs> trusting Dallas more than we're trusting the football team? I mean, I'm going to give you the same answer that I gave you for Giants uh, Eagles. You know, bad and bad. Just one guy's slightly less bad, and I guess that would be the Dallas receiving core. I think they'll jump and do something crazy to find one of Andy Dalton's passes, and they'll fall into the end zone, and that's how they'll win the game. Uh, it's bad, and if I were you, I wouldn't watch it. And They need to just put in Zeke's stomach 25 times. They'll eventually bake one. You know Zeke leads the NFL in fumbles? Yeah, Let's Zeke's, not talk about that. And he's Zeke, dead last hey, in yards hey, per hey. carry. Zeke is not. Hey. Zeke is so night. overrated. Lost by one point because he fumbled twice. Next game. Zeke is extremely overrated. And I hope hey. everybody knows that. So, so first off, I actually almost picked Washington, but because one of Dallas's receivers will find their way into the end zone, I went with the Cowboys. But I'm sorry, we had breaking news today. Tua Tagovailoa is the new starting quarterback of the Miami Dolphins. Jerry Jones needs to be on the phone calling Ryan Fitzpatrick right now. 
there you go. That, that that's an idea. That's a, that's a Jerry Jones kind of guy, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Why not? Has he played for the? Yeah, I don't think he's played for the Cowboys oh, yet in his career. Yeah, he's played for every other team in the NFL, but not the Cowboys yet. So, hey, what the hell? Go ahead and call him up. See whatever he's up to. But yeah, so yeah, it's, it's going to be the shiniest two shits. Can we talk about how good Carolina Panthers legend Kyle Allen looked last week? I mean, he he looks somewhat decent. <laughs> Is Kyle Allen a Hall of Famer? No, God no. <laughs> He was You're a, not allowed he was, to talk about the Hall of Fame. I thought we established that. <laughs> everyone, everyone gets into the Hall of Fame. He's a week six Hall of Famer. There you go. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> going into the four o'clock hour, finally, we made our way out as Jacksonville is going to Los Angeles to take on the Chargers. All four of us going with the Chargers. Jamil, I'll ask your opinion on why you're taking L.A. The Chargers have a Justin Herbert. The Jaguars have a Gardner Minshew. Important sweet, folks. There you go. That's what you need to know. Uh, moving on to the next game, Kansas City is going to Denver, uh, and all four of us going with Kansas City, sticking in the four o'clock hour. RJ, your opinion on Kansas City? Well, if Jamil's going to rip my answers off, I'm going to rip his answers off. One team has Patrick Mahomes, and one team has Drew Locke. Drew Locke's not bad, but he ain't Patrick Mahomes. He's not good. <laughs> he ain't Patrick Mahomes. There you go. Uh, And then moving on to Sunday night football as the Tampa Bay Buccaneers will be traveling to Vegas to take on the Raiders. And we are all going with Tampa Bay. Matt, I'll get your opinion on Tampa Bay. You know, I I sure hope the Bucs can carry this one out. But uh, correct me if I'm wrong, the Raiders were the team that beat the Chiefs, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So so at this point, I don't know. I, if I trust the Bucks to beat the Raiders, considering I, we've seen what the Raiders can do at certain points, uh, I think Darren Waller's going to have to have a really big game on offense if uh, the Raiders want to win the game, especially going against the Bucks defense. You know, they, they just seem to be getting better every week. I really enjoy watching them play. So as long as the Bucks defense is there, I'll give the win to the Bucks. But it wouldn't shock me if the Raiders somehow came and won it. RJ or Jamil, are you a little bit more confident in the Bucks and have a reason as well? Listen, I actually don't think the Raiders are that bad, uh, but the Bucks' defense is a lot better than Kansas City's defense. Uh, since you mentioned they beat the Chiefs, I come on. Fair enough, Fair. Jamil. Anything to add? Yeah, I think the Bucks are starting to hit their stride. Uh, I had penciled the Bucks to lose to the Packers and then go on a little bit of a win streak here after that game, and uh, well, they beat the Packers, so they started the win streak off a little week early. I think they're starting to hit their stride on defense. The offense is starting to be able to run the ball. So uh, now if Tom Brady can start airing that thing out a little bit with help from the run game. Uh, this team might get really rolling, so we'll see if they can do that here in Las Vegas. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Who was the only GM that picked the Bucks to win last week? What's your record? Seven and seven. <laughs> well, yeah, well, I mean, what do you want right, to do? I gotta go. <laughs> I, gotta go. <laughs> I mean, who was the GM to pick the Falcons last week? All right, all like, right. We're not going to talk about that franchise. <laughs> you know, like we, we we can go all day, but yeah, that'll the bring Vikings us to the are slowly but surely rising up my my list. That they're just I'm tired of them. And I, the worst reason I like the Vikings now I can't do it because they're just getting worse and it's just, you know they're what so bad. <laughs> I can minutes on them. Kirk Cousins is so god awful. Uh, deserves better. They look lost without Kevin Stefanski. I'll tell you that. Once I saw Dalvin Cook was out and I was like, I'd be stupid to go with the Vikings. But um, yeah, so that brings us to the end of our Week Seven picks. Uh, yeah, I mean that's that's where we stand for this one. It's it's still a close race. It's always been a close race here at GM Fryer. There's always been. Uh, at least three people battling for first place. And then some days usually just kind of hanging around. It, it started off with me and now RJ decided to get absolutely fucking crazy on week six and just go against the pack on every single game. It would have been a great episode to just see you try to defend some of those picks. But uh, unfortunately, like I said, some of the schedules were a little messed up. And so 
we weren't able to do it, but we are back here. And, uh, you know, I wanted to say before we close out this video, our videos have been doing very well recently. Uh, overall, GMs for Hire has been getting a lot of views, uh, a lot of likes on videos, definitely above average. And I want to thank everybody for on behalf of everybody from GMs for Hire. I do want to thank everybody for joining the fan club and just kind of uh, giving our videos a watch. And hopefully you guys are able to share it among your friends, family, you know, uh, enemies. I don't care who you're sharing it to. As long as everybody's getting an eye, uh, everybody's starting to watch it. You know, if you hate us, feel free to share it to your enemies. Who cares? But uh, yeah, I mean, thank you guys so much for blowing up uh, the videos. They're definitely starting to do a little bit better uh, than when we first started. So any anybody have any closing thoughts moving into week seven? Thank you. There you go. Thank you, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that, that brings us to the end of the picks for week seven. We will see exactly who is at top of the leaderboards whenever we return for our week eight predictions. But until then, we'll catch you in the next one. Peace.